the host of you can tell me anything this is the podcast where i have comedians confess something they've never told anyone before uh and uh i was gonna say an aka but i forgot it no i didn't i had some people submit them to me and uh one of them was nice tea which i thought was cute so if you guys have more please submit them i would love to have an aka but for now i'm just Teresa or tea money that's what i used to call myself in middle school it was pretty embarrassing i don't know why i told you guys that Anyways, if you guys want to confess, uh, there is a voicemail. You can leave me a message, 323-388-3521. Love hearing from you guys. Or email me at tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com. But I'm really excited today because I've got a great guest. Uh, she just moved here from New York City. She's super funny. She has her own podcast called Crazy Semicolon in Bed on the UCB Podcast Network. It's Alyssa Limperis. Hey, Team Money. What's up? You called yourself <laughs> Team Money in middle school? I did. That's like OG. That is, <sighs> that's before, yeah. I was kind of like annoying. I mean, I'm the kind, <laughs> I maybe still am, but um, <laughs> I was like, the kind, I grew up in the Bay, you know, like exactly what you would think, just like thought, you know, I don't know, I'd like, you know, listen to a lot of rap music with my windows down thinking I was so cool. And no, you like, were so cool. That is so cool. Middle school, I was like, I still, I couldn't like watch Full House. It wasn't even allowed <laughs> in my home. You were low ride. I mean, that's, yeah, you're very cool. <laughs> I, I think that I, I think some may say it was maybe appropriating, but um, that's nice <laughs> that you said it was cool. Um, <laughs> oh, no, for sure appropriating, but still, yes. Um, but, you know, you know, I, I think I moved past that. Yes, uh, you were young. Yep, you know. Well, anyways, <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I've, yes, I've had a lot of coffee. Okay, good. Um, cool. I slept in late. Great. Yeah. That's a nice feeling. It that's is a, a nice Saturday. feeling. I yeah. started... I've been feeling like I'm always running late lately, and I think I need to just calm down and be like, it's okay, because wherever you are, there you are, and and uh, and be in the moment. But but it's been kind of tough. I feel I do have like a very long list of things to do that feel like they're never going to end, and so I'm constantly like, oh no, I I'm know. behind. And I think I just and I've been falling asleep in the middle of doing stuff because I'll <laughs> like, try to stay up till two a.m. and I can't, and I'll fall asleep, and I'll be like, I'm late. I woke up late. So I think it's just, you know, I just need a breath. Yeah, well, this time of year is the worst because, like, there's always the lingering feeling of, like, there's probably, like, more stuff you could do for the holidays mm -hmm. or, like, the year's ending and so all your goals for the year. Like, I think this time of year puts the gas on, like, yeah. oh, there's so much shit I have to do. Yeah, one of my friends sent me a picture of her, like, deck. she lives in a house with no. her husband and she, like, decorated her dining room table with, like, this beautiful... You know, holiday kind of arts and crafts, like, I don't know what it's even called, spread, setup. Yes, spread. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a beautiful, like, white tree in the middle of the center. Like, right, like, should belong outside. Like, but napkins it's like, yes. are all embroidered. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, I'm behind. I need to, like, I need to decorate my house. I need I to buy a house. I need, I need to change my life. I need to, yeah, <laughs> I gotta I, get a house. I, <laughs> I need to buy a house. I need to have a different life right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I'm so behind. No, I know. This time of year is very, yeah. And you do. You see people's families. You see a lot of people, I feel like, get engaged. It's just yeah. like a... I do like seeing engagements because that, that doesn't feel... I'm not at a point where I feel like I need to be engaged or want to be engaged. So when I see that, it makes me happy. But I could see how that may feel frustrating for someone who's maybe trying to get engaged. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We're trying. My boyfriend and I are trying. trying. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> funny. Trying, that's a yes. great joke. <laughs> Put um, it in your pocket. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. 
on the whole, it's just, I, I think, you know, it's just a time of year that is particularly shiny. And so if you're not feeling super shiny or if you're feeling sure. like it's, it can be a little bit, yeah, just a reminder of like, oh, shit, I'm not. But I agree. You know, I think L.A. is helpful. I lived in New York for so long and I live right near the Grove. Oh, yeah. And I've found going to the Grove and looking at that big ass tree and yeah. all the lights and the trolley. It really makes me happy. It is so, very nice. And the music. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that some this, I don't know if this is true, but the same person who designed it designed Disneyland or the California Adventure or something. That makes sense to me. It feels like a Disney. It feels like yeah, an adult Disneyland. Like that. I feel very happy every time I go there. Yeah. Yeah. People shit on adults loving Disneyland, but I fucking love it. I constantly want to go. Yes. And I realize that it may mean that I'm stunted in my growth or something. Sure. But who cares? I mean, it, we want to be young forever, and that's fine. And exactly. I, you know, we all do. Yeah. Before we get too far, I do like to ask my guests for a good confession because it's just a way to get to know you and also just to start on a positive note. I like that. Is there anything good you want to say? Well, I'll say this. Now I grew up in near Providence, Rhode Island, and I would avoid going to Thayer Street because it meant that was like the cool hip spot. Okay. Team Money, you already know. You already <laughs> know that Thayer Street is where it's at. Um, you know, it was like a very cool part of town, and I never used to go because I would have to parallel park. <laughs> And I didn't want to do it. I thought you were going to say because it was cool, but you're like, parallel <laughs> No, because there was no Uber back then. And like, I did, you know, I mm-hmm. couldn't, I couldn't parallel park. And since moving to LA, now I am a pro parallel parker. Wow, I've yeah. adapted. I, I now, no spot is too small. I uh-huh. look at it and I say, bring it on. And I don't care. Even if it takes me a while, I now, I parallel park everywhere I go. That's great. That's very empowering, I bet. It is. It's very empowering. I feel I feel um, like I was always just scared, and I'd be like, I can't do it. And I would like have my dad do it or like my brother do it. And now it's like, no, you can do it. Yeah. It's just fear. It's just like what's stopping me from parallel parking that other people can do? It's not a skill. It's like I'm right. just scared. Nobody's born with a skill Nobody's born to with parallel Exactly. Park. It's just fear. I feel like so many things are just fear. And then once you're just like, oh, I'm not afraid of this thing. This is just a thing I can do. It's yeah. like, okay. It's just a thing. That's great. And I, this is what you're saying about just always having your dad or brother do it. It's like that we say have these narratives of ourselves and sometimes they're big ones, but they're also little ones like that where yeah. you're like, you just keep telling yourself, oh, I can't parallel park. So then you never try and yes. then you never get it. Um, and it's, it's important to remind yourself like, you can change the narrative whenever. You can yes. just stop saying the thing about like people who say like, oh, I'm always late or I'm always this. It's like, well, well you don't be. You don't have to be. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. I think moving, yeah, moving here has been very helpful for a lot of those things. I think you can just get into patterns or routines when you're somewhere for a while. And moving here, it's been like, okay. Sometimes, yeah. That's nice. There's yeah. one thing that, oh, yeah, because I, I was one of those people who was always saying, like, I'm always late because I am, but I'm trying to actively change it. And <laughs> it's funny that I'm saying this today because I w- was late. Today. <laughs> so, sorry, Sammy. But um, uh, but I did. But I recently was like, OK, I want to change this. And instead of just being late, because I what happens is I also feel like in a way I'm late when I leave early and I book my day so full that to make it on time to something I have to leave something else early and oh, that makes yes. me feel like I'm also never present them yes but now I'm like you know what I'm just always going to aim to be 15 minutes early to stuff because uh and even if that means leaving early from another thing 15 minutes early which might be half an hour or whatever early right because I realize uh then then I'm valuing someone else's time and uh instead of just sitting there I'm gonna now be like oh I'll use that time to write jokes so totally. we'll see how it goes but this is a very new thing for me where I'm gonna try to always be 15 minutes early which feels like a long time but if I can do that all the time then hopefully I'll just change the narrative of like the fact that I'm always like yeah exactly yeah I think oh god I think that's a great even resolution of just like yeah because I, I was 
it's not worth the anxiety either. Like anytime I'm late, I think that's it too. Like I feel like I need like that thing you said about disappointing people. That's at the root mm-hmm. of a lot of stuff too, where it's like, I don't want to disappoint these people by leaving a little bit early, but right. now you're like disappointing yourself by showing up somewhere else late. And so yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like a big thing I'm learning is I feel a big part of self-care is actually just like self care like what's that what is taking care of yourself if it means you're disappointing this like one group of people by leaving okay well you're taking care of yourself you're never gonna make everyone happy so it's like i think you did improv right yeah you know the thing in improv where it's like you have to take care of yourself before you can have a good scene like if you take care of yourself in a scene you're actually doing a lot for your Uh scene partner yeah way my life it's like yeah if you're if you're feeling good about showing up on time okay yeah put your yeah i think that's true and also eventually uh, the goal is to not be scheduling myself so that I have to True. leave early. But I, obviously, like, there's still some backlog of stuff right now. But I think eventually, if that's how I always am, then I'll just train my brain to to schedule my day a little bit yes. more spread out. Do you think that's New York, too? I feel like New York, we were, like, like so, yeah. so packed. I never left a minute undone in New York. So it was like, there's no point of doing... It's like, the city's so busy. I'm not going to... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I had two friends of mine. Oh, Jared and Chris. Oh, Jared Goldstein and Christine Madonna were, uh, told me that they, every time they see me, I'm always like, I have to work, and they're like, Oh, get away! It's contagious. <laughs> like, but I was like, Am I? Is that really how I seem? But and I thought about it. I was like, I guess I am. I don't really have a lot of just time to do nothing. If someone asks me to do something, I have to put in my calendar as if it's like, uh, like work. Same. I get. I I'm really bad at committing to like fun plans because mm-hmm. I know that if uh, it stresses me out more because I'm like work could come up and I would rather do work. Yeah. 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 Were you like that growing up? Did yes. you have a lot of extracurriculars? Always. I actually have been thinking about this because I got really depressed when I first went to college and I was thinking about like I think it's because I removed all like high school. I was just like I was so busy all the time. I had no time to think. I was just like. Yeah, I, I ran track and I danced. So it was like every day I would literally go to school. I danced and I, well, I ran track, but then I quit track to, once I got on the competition team to dance. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, here comes the, okay, <laughs> humble confession from it's you. Not, it's not. <laughs> Co- competition team. Okay. Well, just like at the studio. No, I know. They had, you know, but, but oh, it's I like know. such a commitment and it was the same time as track. So I couldn't do both. So I no, quit track. that's smart. And yeah, I should have. I, How well, did you do both? Well, I wasn't, I didn't, I competed, I think, one year, and it was, like, my very last year. Oh, um, okay. And I, I don't think I would have been able to do that, but just recreational, it was just, like, I would just go yeah. for an hour and, you know, That's do nice. whatever. I, I can't even, well, okay, so this has always stuck with me for some reason, that one time my mom was reading the Chinese newspaper, and she said, there's this article, I was, like, young, maybe, like, well, I was not young, probably sophomore year of high school, and she was, like, there's a study that says people who um in high school are constantly like overachieving like booking extracurriculars back to back grow up to be like burnouts and um <laughs> slackers and she was like so you guys should you know be really careful about this and i just remember that cuz i just set the tone of like oh no Taunting. this is a yeah. prophecy i'm going to just be a slacker as an adult and i couldn't imagine that cuz at the time i was so like everything was back to back i was always overachieving yes. like did well in school and outside of school and I, and I had this ticking clock in my mind, like, one day it's all going to, yeah. <gasps> and so I think that fear <laughs> drove me to still totally. continuously act like that as an adult, even though now I don't need to be that busy. I think I could be more focused and also not a slacker. Yes, totally. But I think, yeah, it's like the fear of 
relaxing for a second or even saying no to one thing is like, well, now that's a slippery slope to being a slacker. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not going to happen. But I get I get that. That's how I am. But too. There's also nothing wrong because a slacker is like doing nothing and caring about nothing. But there's also n- nothing wrong with being like, I do one thing and I do it really well. And totally. I totally and it's I'm quite a bit from there, but I'm I'm trying to get a little bit more focused. Yeah, me too. I f- and it's yeah, I think that that would be helpful. But it's hard in our career because you can't also put like because people are always telling you you're not doing enough. Like, <laughs> I know. Oh. And there's always someone who's going to be doing more than you. So that's the thing, too, is like I find in L.A. I'm, it's a little easier to just focus on myself. And in New York, we were all on top of each other. So it's like that yeah. person's doing the I got to do. Yeah. It's not even work stuff that bugs me. The stuff that gets to me the most is when I'm like that person's a funny comedian. And then I find out like also they sew or also, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did you learn? Like. I mean, just how do you have the time? You you cooked you made dinner. your wedding dress. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. my god! Like, I hate this. Totally, like, or that girl with like, yeah, a dining room spread. It's like, yeah. no, yeah. But then I'm like, you're not also allowed to be doing well in comedy. But I'm like, no, that's good for them. They figured it out. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I know. Well, do you go to therapy? I do go to therapy, but since I've been here, I haven't found a new therapist in LA. So. I still sometimes call my therapist from New York, but oh, I need nice. Yeah. I need it's hard to start too. over because then you got to fill them in on all this stuff. And I then know. you have to be like, I already did work on this. I'm going to say this. It's going to make you want to talk about it, but don't worry. We've covered this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think something that's great about therapy is like a therapist can really pick up on your patterns. Oh, so sure. it's less about even sometimes the issue, but it's like they can sense like, no, this is a pattern of behavior you have. So it's, I think that takes a while for a new therapist to pick up on. Yeah. So it's just like... I think therapy is most effective after like, you know, eight weeks or something. But th- that being said, anyone who's listening should go to therapy because I feel like even in the first, just getting it off your fucking chest and having it be like your problem now, you take it off of me is like right. helpful and a relief. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I hit a wall with my therapist. So now I'm looking for a new one and I've kind of put it on hold, which isn't good. I should probably go, especially around the holidays. But I know. But I do think having someone in who knows you, like I like having her as a backup. Like if me too. She hits the fan. I'm like I can call her right now. And it's exactly, fine, and it's yeah. It, there's real comfort in like when I'm, if you, if you, if you have a regular therapist and you're like panicking or something's going wrong, there's real comfort in being like I'll just deal with it on with her on Wednesday mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Do you um do you have like a confidant in real life that you talk to? Yes, um, May, who is my co-host of Crazy uh-huh. in Bed Pod. We both deal with a lot of we're both in like recovery for a lot of mental health mm-hmm. stuff. And so it's, we live two blocks from each other. We see each other every day. So it's like very helpful to have each oh, other. That's as nice. well. Yeah. We, we've known each other for a while. So we know each other's patterns too. And I have my boyfriend who is also, we've been together for three years. So I have a really good, and my mom, I have a good support oh, system. Nice. Yeah. Do you find like with people like may, like, because you guys know each other so well, will you like, will you, are you guys like polite about stuff or will you just be like, no bitch, you're wrong. You know? <laughs> we're like, are you at that point where you can God. be like, you're doing something fucked up? No, I think we're too, we're both, we err on the side of being there. <laughs> like we both are so sensitive that we know the other person's sensitive. So I think we're always like, of course, yes, don't, oh. yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good too. Sometimes you need to compartmentalize. I have, I've I actually, one of my good friends who I kind of got closer with this year is like the kind of person who would just be like, yeah, no, that's fucked up. Don't do that. And I'll be like, Ugh, oh, why would you tell me this? But I'm like, you're right. No, that's a great so. point to have too. And I think eventually probably we would get to that point with each other. But um, yeah, f- mostly it's just someone. T- I think being heard and validated is very uh, important, you know? Like right. just even if it's, un- even if I'm panicking or even, it's very nice to just hear, I understand that this is, that you're going through this. And then 
once you get validated, I think then you can be like, but also it's probably not that bad. Or like, maybe you shouldn't do that, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Um, Was there anything you'd like to tell me? Well, uh, on this topic, when (laughs) I was a, when I was a kid, my best, I was like, I had one best friend and she's still one of my really close friends. And I uh, was sleeping over her house and I hadn't really slept over anyone's house and I was sleeping over her house and at like, Maybe I don't I don't know. It's probably I'm thinking two AM, it's probably like nine PM. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember getting up and being like, Kayla, I have to go home. I I have low blood sugar. Aww. <laughs> and I just made up that I had low blood sugar. I didn't have low blood sugar. I, I don't even know how I knew what no one <laughs> in my family has low blood sugar. And I I I she was like, What? What? What do you mean you have like obviously we don't know what that means. And I was like, I gotta <laughs> go to I think I remember saying like I got to go to McDonald's. <laughs> what? Yeah, I made up that I had low blood sugar and that like my mom had to come pick me up to take me to McDonald's to like Aww. and just so I could just so I could get out of the sleepover. I was so paranoid. I couldn't what I couldn't stay. What were you scared of? Just like being away from home? I think being away from home, not being able to sleep, being stuck at some I I didn't it was my first I think sense of like I this is out of my control. I don't like being in an area that's unfamiliar. Uh-huh. Um and I don't I don't think I slept over yeah, it took me so long to actually be able to sleep over people's houses. That was your first sleepover? Yeah. Still to this day, I, I really don't like any, I don't like sleeping outside of my own home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as an adult, it's a little different too, because I, I get like, you've set up your life. Yes. And it's like, oh, I don't want to sleep outside my house. Yeah. But, but kids love sleepovers. Kids well, love sleepovers. Some kids, I guess that makes, I feel like there's always a kid who's like, I want to go home, mom. Pick yeah, me up. that was me. That was me. And I did that all throughout. Like, I remember, I think my junior prom or even senior prom, there was, like, a big post-prom party, and we all, like, went to our friend's house and, like, drank and, like, slept over. And I remember at, like, 3 a.m. calling my mom and being like, I got to go. Oh, really? Yeah. Even as, like, an 18-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's still, yeah. Was your mom happy about this? I feel like some moms are like, oh, good. She wants to come home. Or was she like, get out there? No, my mom was great. You know, my mom was always like, you can always call. Because with, like, drinking and stuff, she was like, never never worry about call like even if you've drank that's okay like call me you won't be in trouble if you're if you feel like scared or you want to come home oh that's very nice yeah no my mom was great but uh, yeah god bless her (sighs) 3 a.m waking up coming to pick me up i know i was not allowed to go to sleepovers for a while like i had a couple like family friends or the mom my mom like knew the parents like very well like they went to college together and i was always allowed to have a sleepover with them so we would love doing that but I wasn't allowed at school, which now in hindsight, I'm like, that's smart if you don't know the parents. Like, you don't know. Totally. But I was so pissed because I'm like, all my friends are allowed. Like, everybody's going. And one time I was invited to a birthday party that was a sleepover. And I said, I lied because my mom said, you can't go to the sleepover. And I said, can I just go to the party and then you can pick me up? And then um, she said, fine. So, but then I lied and told my friends that I was allowed to sleep over. And, uh, and I thought I would just figure it out once <gasps> I got there. We like went oh to the God. mall at one point, and then uh, I even bought a shirt that my mom said I wasn't allowed to buy. Yeah, she was pretty strict. It was only like ten bu- bucks. Uh, it was, I remember because it was a red spaghetti strap. Oh and yes, she was like, you can't wear spaghetti straps. Uh, I think I was in sixth grade, seventh grade maybe. But and it said it had a Chinese word for a fortune on it, and I remember being like, oh well, I'll just like in my mind doing. Sp- like somersaults like oh i'll just say that it's like because it's chinese it's I thought chinese it was like, new year yes. and it's okay and she'll understand i'm just trying to like enjoy my culture yes 
But then she showed up to pick us up. We were watching A Walk to Remember oh in the middle God, of the movie. No. And everyone was like, well, your mom's here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I thought I was loud. And I just like totally just made a scene. And I was like, can I stay? Oh, it's God. It's okay. Now that you're here, you can meet her mom. And <gasps> she just got so mad. Oh, of course. Took me home. And I was like crying and upset the whole time. Oh, it's my so God. so embarrassing. But now in hindsight, I'm like, that was totally my fault because I just lied. No, but it's, it's <laughs> yeah, but you were, you wanted it so badly that it's like. I was like, I'll figure it if, out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's, I get that. I think, uh, so for you, it was almost the like opposite. a sleepover. Was I like, wanted you to wanted, sleepover. wanted, you couldn't have it, so it was like exciting. Yeah. Whereas for me, yeah. It was like, I, yeah. I, I just, just, all I wanted was to just be a part of the cool kids. And, like, and then every time my mom would be like. Like, would be like, you can do this, but like, she'd be like, you can go to the mall. Oh, but I'm gonna follow you guys. I'm like, no, no. Oh my oh, god, that's the worst. And I totally get it, cause like, if I had a kid, I know I'm gonna be crazy scared for them. And this, the world is so <laughs> scary that I'm sure you're just like my baby. But at a certain point, well, this is why it's hard. It's like I don't know what I would do because it's like you have your value system that you want to uphold with your kids, but also like, n- ha- kind of remembering what it was like being a kid. Like it's, it feels like it's like make like life or death if you're all your friends can do something and you can't totally and so i do think there has to be a little bit of competition like obviously you know you want your kid to be safe but it is like if everyone is doing a thing and you and you feel like your kid can't do it i it's just so it's tough because then it changes their whole like it like made me feel like an outcast of course and then you also, yeah, it's setting you up to like rebel or to mm-hmm. lie, and to maybe or lie, to, you know, yeah. do drugs, whatever. Right, the stuff that they're afraid of, because then you're like, oh well, I'll show them. I can, because it's so easy for kids to get drugs. It's so easy, especially with the internet. It's so easy for yeah. kids to do anything. And most of them don't want to break the rules. Like I think people who try to do that are trying to seek attention or trying to get out of it. like I, I'm talking about like extreme behavior I think obviously. so yeah and and uh, and that's what parents are afraid of but I think a lot of them don't realize like when they put restrictions on them it's they, almost feeding that yeah, yeah. urge more because I agree yeah my parents were always like cool with me drinking and so I was just like it never was that not that they were cool with me drinking, but they were very well, they clear were just that understanding like, of yeah. like you're gonna do it anyway, so let's do it educationally. Yeah, so I, it was never very uh, I don't know exciting to me or enticing to me. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Seekonk, Mass, right outside of Providence, okay. Rhode Island. Yeah. So most people were kind of drinking in high school. Yeah, most people were drinking in high school, but I was a really serious track runner, so I like <laughs> <laughs> we we were like we didn't really drink because of track. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. I never did drugs because I because f- of dance. Yeah, it, it's that's oh. It's, I think it's really helpful. Activities and, like, groups yeah. or purpose. Like, yeah. Because I don't know what I would have done with my idle mind. My idle, like, right. you know. Ugh. Did yeah. you ever sneak out? I never snuck out. But I remember, I remember like, I was dating this guy. And he was older than me. And I don't remember. I think I, I didn't, like, say exactly where I was going. I think I said I was hanging out with, like, my girlfriend who was uh, I danced with. And we... We got picked up by these guys, and we went to a parking lot. And How much st- older? Not like still in high school. Still in, okay, still in high school. Okay. Maybe like two years older. And we went to a parking lot and started drinking. And then the cops came. Oh, and so I remember having to call my mom, being like, "Hey, I know that we were just hanging out with Courtney, but now the cops are here." Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Oh was she god. Mad? Yeah, I think <laughs> she was pretty mad. I think she was mad and like, but understanding. But I just remember, I I, I have so much like I grew up in it. Greek Orthodox, and then I went to Catholic school my whole life. So I grew up with oh, so wow. much fucking guilt and shame that I think I put so much on myself that there wasn't even a lot to be mad at because I was so mad at myself. You know, I just remember being so, like, 
oh, I just felt so guilty and so disappointed in myself. And I really was never able to like let loose and have fun. I was a very like self-hating, like I, oh. I yeah, you know what I mean? Like so you had to go to confession because of c- Catholic school? I actually didn't because I was more Greek Orthodox. So oh, okay. like I didn't participate, I would just have to go sit and like I didn't get communion at Catholic church. I didn't do any of the sacraments oh, gotcha. of the Catholic church because I was Greek Orthodox. Oh. And we don't have confession. In Greek Orthodox you church- the guilt. You still have the guilt. Yeah, you don't get to get rid of it. That's oh, the great no. thing. It's like, ah, uh-uh, hold on to that. You don't get to put that on the priest. Oh, yeah, man. that's yours. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the that's the Greek way. Yeah. Greek way is like you just as you get baptized as a kid, you're absolved of like all your sins. Oh, that's for what, once and for all. For once it's a once and for all. It's, it's a like pre preemptive. It's a preemptive. Yeah, you're good. It's kind of a nice easy pass. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't really I never really remember like my parents being mad i just remember feeling like fuck i I shouldn't have done that and did it work like you didn't do that again yeah i probably didn't do that again until yeah i didn't i didn't i'm i was very averse to like uh danger yeah yeah i like to sneak out but Mm -hmm. it always scared me for sure um but i i did it because i'd want to like i don't know i want to go to parties and stuff but i never would like take a car like i would sneak out just for like an hour totally and to go to the playground when people were drinking and hanging and they'd be like i gotta go and then like run home yeah but, uh, still scary though for sure scary, still scary for to sure. yeah. i didn't li- i never liked to lie i still don't like to lie yeah and it, it's like what you're saying it's like you almost get put painted in a corner as a kid I, as an adult i think you find out more ways to deal with like you can have a real conversation of like hey you're putting me in this position totally. and blah 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 but as a kid, you can't do that because the power is different. Yes. So you are really like, oh, I guess I have to lie because I want this thing. Because I want this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because as an adult, you're if you, you want just be something. Like, I want this thing, and I and I feel that it's unfair that you aren't letting me have it. Can we have a conversation about? Yes. A way for us to both be happy. Totally. Yeah, and even that's hard. I mean, even that is. <laughs> I feel. I feel like. Yeah, I'm still so averse to conflict that I'm more likely to just be like, yep. Okay, that's the th- if that's the thing. Okay, we do that thing. So you're more likely to just give up what you want for other people. Yes, 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 yes. All the always because if I do what I want at the cost of someone else, I won't even enjoy it anymore because my whole mind will be thinking about like this person doesn't want to be doing this thing. But in a way, this sleepover story is a time when you actually stuck, stood up for your what you wanted. True, because it was like this friend's birthday party, and if you were putting them first, you would have been like, oh, I'm gonna stay and have fun even though i don't want to be here but you you kind of like put your foot down and like i'm getting the fuck out of here yeah true true um yeah it's funny that you see it that way i think that you're right in my head i see it as like i shouldn't have i knew i didn't want to even go but instead i I do you know what i mean but instead or i knew i didn't want to sleep over but instead i was too scared of saying no to a sleepover so instead i'd like do it and then panic halfway through and be like (laughs) oh i gotta get back home you know has anything like that happened as an adult where you kind of like i've gone too far in this thing i clearly didn't want to do oh god yes every day (laughs) okay what are we why are we doing comedy how how do i get this far i'm in la yeah no i think that 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 happens a lot. You know, I you didn't first, want to move to L.A.? No, I did. I Actually, that's the one thing. That's why I feel at peace here. I wanted to move to L.A. since I was in high school. This was like, this has been my, since I was in high school, I wanted, I didn't want to go to college. I wanted to just move to L.A. and be an actress. So I feel very at peace with this. I just feel like this is the one decision where I have no doubt in my mind. But, yeah, it took me a while to get here. You know, when I first graduated college, I did a consulting job. I was like a financial oh, wow. consultant. Really? What yes. did you study? I studied psychology. But I went to a liberal arts school and like all those schools... It doesn't matter what you study. You just get flooded by, like, banks. It's so weird. Wow. It's That's why banks are uh, so fucked. They just go to these schools and they're like, oh you studied God. psychology? Whatever. That's crazy. I got recruited by Aeropostale. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, no. Yeah. 
like it's just what a what a way to strike your ego down you're like i'm about to graduate and then like <laughs> you get a, your first recruiting <laughs> message from air apostle and i'm like no no <laughs> this is not what i went to art school for that's so oh god <laughs> We want to revamp the eat. You know what is At it? At least what? wait for like six months until people are when people are like, okay, I didn't get the job I wanted. That's I'll when those companies should come in hot, and you're then, then so you'll be right. like, what a lifesaver! They should be yes. like, we really want you, and be like, thank God, someone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but off the bat, I was uh, determined to be like, give me a shot. Like I've even tried to look for a job, and you're trying to put me in retail. Like, oh my <laughs> God, totally. And era, it's not even retail. It's Aeropostale. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah, if like J. Crew came for you or uh. something, but Arrow, the three monkeys, wasn't it? Like the, all their sweatshirts looked the same. All yeah, their clothes are essentially like a the same. Hybrid of uh, Ab- Abercrombie and American Eagle. I feel yeah, like. with like a little bit of like Hot Topic. Like they had oh, yeah, like a little a bit real... limit, uh, like an adult limited. To <laughs> yeah, an adult a, gender adult, neutral a limited to a post teen yeah, limited yeah. to. Did you yeah. talk about limited to? Oh, I loved limited to. <gasps> That was another thing I was for a while not allowed to uh, yeah. shop at because all the and I don't know why maybe because it was expensive and yeah also, I think it was so expensive but it was like actually looking back like the perfect brand for that age range like yes. it was not over sexual no it was super like the colors everything spo- screamed like preteen like yes and f- and popular girls wore it so it's like great like they look their age yep and they look cool for their age and that's perfect I know but somehow I wasn't allowed but it was so expensive it that was, was the very trick expensive yeah yeah maybe that's why it was cool and eventually my mom would let me go uh shop there and and it's funny because i always in my memory think of it as this like point of contention where she didn't let me go but recently i had a conversation with her and she was like what was that store that that was so great you guys loved it and i was like oh that's so funny that she remembers it that way yes that she she like liked shopping with us she remembers as a time we would go shopping together and we loved it and she loved it whereas you're like yeah that was my i thought it was a whole deal convincing her to let us go there I know. No, I do. Yeah, I think it was just so expensive. And it was like, remember they would send those catalogs? Yeah. <gasps> I remember when the catalog came in. It was just like you wanted everything from the catalog. And yeah. Yeah. I it, would like fantasize about being like a model for limited me two. Like too. everyone will see me. <laughs> oh my God. Actually, I remember uh, just you saying that. I remember <laughs> seeing those models and, ugh. You know, body stuff is so fucked. It's like, I remember seeing those models and feeling fat. I remember really? it. Fr- yes. As a kid? As a kid. I remember seeing, I just remember they were like, had bathing suits, like bikinis. And I remember being like, oh man, I wish. It's this very weird thing, but the stomach would like, have like flat rolls. Oh, Does yeah. that make sense? Like it would, like when you bend, it's like, it's oh, kind of bent, but it's not, it's, not. it's okay. just skin almost. And I remember being like, oh, that's not what I look like even at all. Oh, I, no. I know, isn't that? Yeah. And you, do you, I feel like you've talked about this on pod, your yeah. podcast. You've, you've dealt with eating disorders. Yes. I'm in, yeah, I'm in recovery for anorexia. And I just, yeah, I think it's sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know when it started. But then you think of things, and you're like, oh, it's, it's specific. like, it's, yeah, it's so it's hard. It's like triggers all around that you don't realize until you're older. I never, I was lucky I never dealt with anything like that, but my twin sister did. And she's sort of like, and it was weird because it was like a thing where, um, wow. my, I don't think anyone in the family took it seriously. Totally. And, and to the point where I think, I don't even know if they really are fully aware, but she was like losing hair yes. and like, and then my mom even took her to the hospital or to the doctor to talk about birth control because they thought it was an estrogen mm-hmm. thing. And I was just like, something's not right. I just feel like it's not just, and like she was really concerned about her weight. But, yeah. It's but a yeah. really, yes, it's something I think that people don't like admitting to her, especially parents, because it feels like, uh, like diseases that you can't, that seemingly you can't control. It's like those are okay. But once it's something that it feels like maybe it was their fault or maybe it was something that yeah. it's easier to be like, no, 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 this has to be something hormonal. Something has, because if it's an eating yeah. disorder, then like 
we're all complicit in a way. And so I think it's like something that. Well, and here's okay. This is a controversial opinion, but I uh, and most people won't agree with me. But I sometimes it is their fault, and I don't mean it like don't sit with the guilt because I don't. Sometimes my mom listens to this. <laughs> Things are fine. We've made it through, and yes. now it's okay. Nobody should go back and feel guilty no. uh, because everybody's doing their best, and I totally yes believe that my parents did the best they could. So I don't think they were. There's no malicious intent. Totally. But I also think it's a huge oversight because we're always so like trying to be careful about people's feelings that we're always like, it's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. It's like, well, I think for the future, going forward for other parents, there's definitely things we can learn from kids who, because uh, yeah. I was depressed and like it, it came out in different ways. Like my sister was probably coping with uh, her eating disorder or coping with the situation and trying to have control yes. using an eating disorder. Meanwhile, I was like doing self-harm. So it's like, we it came out in different ways. Totally. But 100%, like the ho- house we lived in affected uh-huh. that. And so it's like, I don't know. I don't want to be like, it's not your fault. I'm like, it kind of was your fault. Yeah. Th- <laughs> yeah. I think there's like so many, like I think growing up is hard, period. Like yeah. I think your environment matters. I think your genetics matter. Like it's all, it's a perfect storm of things. So I don't think it's ever like one sure. thing. There's but, never one thing. But yeah, there's certainly, yeah. I do think parents have such an influence though. And I think it's a matter of like, how do we move on? Like, it's yeah. like talking about recovery. It's like not ho- not holding on to any anger is healthy. Like, yes. I like, don't hold on to it. Like, I don't blame anybody. But I do think uh, when I go back and, like, objectively look at things, I'm like, oh, there's certain factors that for sure made me feel like I didn't have control in my own home. And that's why I wanted to have control in other ways. And of it course. came out this way or whatever. Of course. Yes, totally. Because I used to, like, b- sort of blame, like, my college. And then recently I'm like, no, that was, like, one piece of this big puzzle mm-hmm. that, like, yeah, sure, that probably didn't help. But maybe if I had been somewhere else and all the s- circumstances were the same, I still would have, yeah. Right. Well, and then at the end of the day, it's, like, this way you have to work on yourself. Is yes. Because it's, like, all the things you're lacking, like, that you feel like other people can fix for you, it's actually all within. So, <sighs> sure, we may start with a different, you know, st- starter kit. Like, some people don't. Ha- maybe aren't triggered growing up so that maybe they never it never comes out this way and that's good that's fine like there's no anger there but also if you do it doesn't mean you have to be damaged you can just figure out like okay well what's a better way to cope and Ugh. and with what i have like w- with all the circumstances i was given how can i be my best self and yes. uh, and deal with it like yes. in an ideal world we don't have to deal with anything but you know obviously we know that's not the case so oh my god yeah, I think that's so it, that we have all the tools we need, and it takes mm-hmm. you a while to learn that. And, like, now that we're older, we can learn that. Because, yeah, it's – anytime I try to blame something or a situation, it's usually, like, just – I just don't want to deal with it on my own. Yeah. Because, really, it's never any – if you're fully at peace with yourself and in tune with yourself, then it's no one's – well, yeah, little things are people's fault, but in general Yeah, maybe I things, shouldn't have used the words fault, because I don't mean it – because I think that implies blame, and I, I don't mean it in blame. But I guess I want, what I want to say is, like, it's the whole idea of, like, you couldn't have done anything differently. That right. is, like, not true. Right. There could have been a different way that things would have happened. Totally. Sure. Had things, whatever, had people acted differently. But once you're where you are, there's uh, no use. Yeah, don't yeah. look back. Totally. Yes. Yeah. I used to spend a lot of time, because I did used to blame my mom a lot, and I used to spend a lot of time just kind of, like, lo- like, looking for love in other ways, yes. you know, and just trying to be, like, trying to get what I didn't get but now I'm like oh I am the one that can love myself and so it's you know, so cheesy and it's so LA I would never have said this in New York <laughs> but it's true I'm like I love myself and I make myself feel whole and in and out in relationships doesn't matter because at the end of the day it's like I that thing I'm looking for will not 
be I will not be found outside wow. of me. Wow. You know, it's I really am so glad you said that. My so my dad <laughs> passed away like three years ago. Oh, and I'm sorry. I think I've coming to LA, I when he died, I feel I just like flooded my life with mm-hmm. things that could maybe fill this hole of love and life that he left. And like the more I peel back the layers, it's true, the more I'm just like, oh no, this is nothing's gonna Nothing's gonna feel every. If I'm looking to fill this hole, everything's gonna disappoint. I'm never gonna be yeah. happy because everything's gonna disappoint. And really, everything I need, I have. And yeah, then, yeah. And then, and, he, and that love is with you. His totally. love is there. And I mean, it is very sad to grieve a family member, but I think that love that they gave you is always there. And it's not this. It's it's not a hole. It's like they're with you, and and uh, and then you 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 also love yourself so yes. it, it's it's okay to be sad but i think it's like thinking of it as like i gotta feel it is that's what we i gotta fill it fill it yeah fill Trap, it I, yeah. especially oh i was just in new york in this career it was just a lot of like filling or yeah, yeah yeah and it's scary to empty and then be like oh i'm still well you don't okay. want it to be still it's yes. very scary to it's be scary still. it's scary to be still and to have that yeah to expose that hole or whatnot whereas it's easier to just fill it and be so yeah, and I, I, but it's so dangerous to do that because then it's still in there, and then you filled it, and so then there's nowhere for it to go, and then you can. Yeah. Re- that's when I was getting panic attacks all the time in New York mm-hmm. because I had just filled it up too much. Right. Yeah. Here it's like okay, I'm feeling that, breathe. and it has somewhere to go, and so it can exhale and cry or whatever it is. But if you fill the hole too much, then you're like. Do you ever do self parenting? Do you know what that is? No. This is something my therapist told me that I would do is she's like, because a big thing that I would working on was just like trying to find the love that I, I didn't feel like I got as a kid. And she's like, you self parent as an adult and you, you give yourself a love and you literally talk to yourself as a kid where you'd be like, you know, if you're feeling that anxiety, you can literally talk yourself down as a mom. Oh. You'd be like, Teresa, it's going to be okay. Like, and you can like rub, literally like rub your own bag and be like, Teresa, it's fine. Uh, you know, you have a lot on your plate. Just breathe and just uh. talk to yourself. And it works so well because you're kind of at the same time, you're hearing it, which helps, but also you're giving it and uh, you're kind of like almost rewriting what you yes. wish you could have gotten. Wow. It's super cool. It's worked really well for me. Um, and it also just voicing that makes me realize like, oh, this is what I wanted yes. that I didn't have. So now I have it. Now like, I have I'm it. giving it to myself, which is great. Totally. And if you're giving it to yourself, no one can take it away, which yeah. is also helpful because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you fill it with like a job or a success or something, that's scary because then it's like if this is the thing that's filling it, what happens when yeah. this is gone? You know, whereas if you're just giving it to yourself, then it's like, OK, I can always have this at the end of the day. This is. Yeah, that's true. Do you uh, do you ever feel like what are your thoughts about the afterlife? Do you ever like do you believe in it? Oh, yes. Very much so. I mean, again, went to Catholic school and uh-huh. Greek Orthodox. So I I I, I um, see my dad. Oh, God, I will cry. But I, I, I believe that there is no way we just disappear where everyone there's just no way. Right. We don't. We don't. My dad was in a coma for seven days. And so like I was, you know, sitting with him. And he was like there, right? He was uh-huh. right there. So that's the same thing. It's just right, his body's not there. It's just, it's very, to me, I'm like, oh, the body is just holding the person. And so the person's inside the body. So even if the body's gone, the person is yeah. there. It's just, I don't believe in uh, any, I don't think any any one religion is right because mm-hmm. then that would make a lot of religions wrong. That'd be crazy wrong. to just get it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's that would like, be a bummer if for so many people if mine was right. <laughs> that's true. It's like if you ask, uh, if you have like a random person behind a curtain and you ask an audience to be like, everyone describe what you think the person looks like and everybody tries, like 
some people might get close, but nobody's going to get the exact yeah. person, right? Like, that's insane. It's insane. There's no way. <laughs> but we can all say, oh, there's a person behind the curtain. We yeah. all believe there's a person behind the curtain. Right. Yeah. So the specifics, I'm not too fuzz. I'm not too, like, uh, I don't care about them, I guess, because I don't really, yeah. I, don't. I like the idea of thinking that they're there. It's weird because the last couple weeks I've been feeling like my brother passed away and I, like, kind of felt <sighs> like he moved on. But this, like, last couple of weeks, and I don't know if it's just because I'm busy moving or whatever, but I've been, like, feeling his presence more. And it's the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, I do wonder if that's a real thing. It doesn't matter if it's real or not. Right. But but it has felt like, oh, he's, he's like, around. I'm and I don't know if it's, like, the holidays or what, but I'm, I'm like, sure oh, it's really it. nice, like, to feel that way. But uh, Yeah, I'm really sure of it because it, I, I, I find that my dad is there when I... When I you need him? Yes, or when I'm, like... Am I doing the right thing? Like that, mm. I feel like I make the decision for myself, and then I say, "Oh shit, is this right? I'm fucking scared. Is this right?" And then he's there. I feel like he doesn't necessarily guide me yeah. to my decisions, but whenever I make one and I'm scared, I feel that he is there to be like, "You're okay." He's like watching it. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who uh, he says he sees ghosts, and he and his whole family has a history, and they're from Taiwan, so there's a lot more ghost lore there. But he would see he started seeing his grandpa in his dream before he he never met him wow and so he described it to his parents and they're like oh yeah, that's your grandpa and he uh on certain important dates his grandpa would come visit yes. him in his dreams like on his graduation day his grandpa showed up i'm sure of it which i was like oh that's so interesting and whether or not it's totally like it might not be like what we think like a full-on ghost but there's some energy yes. you know of like a memory or something um, that's stayed clearly yes. passed on to the next generation, even though he never knew him well. Totally. He sees him. When, yes. You know, and that's cool. Yeah. Uh, how'd your brother pass away? Um, he committed suicide. He, uh. he had depression. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was sad. It was like three years ago. So mm. and it was around this time. So I, I, some of part of me is like, Oh, maybe I feel it. Cause it's like uh, the mm. whatever time memory, but, but it's also been a, a more positive feeling now. Like yes. two years ago, I think I would, it was a lot more sad. But now yeah. it's a lot more like, oh, it's nice to like the holidays. I was uh, thinking about gifts for my family, and every time I was making a list, I kept uh, like thinking, oh, what should I get Harry? And I was like, oh yeah, he's not around. But yeah. but it was like a nice feeling of like, oh yeah, like he's still, he's still in my mind, which yeah. I like a lot. So yeah, because I don't want to forget him, you know. I know, and I think that even subconsciously, our bodies like my dad died in October, and I, October is like a, it's a disaster for me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even if I'm not thinking about it, I think our bodies almost know, like this is, yeah. this is a, yeah, it's like our bodies know stuff before our minds do. And it's, yeah, I think, oh, and the holidays in general. Yeah. I think the three year mark feels pretty like we have accepted it maybe. And so yeah. there's something, once you accept, then it's like, okay, then we can. Well, that's what we're talking about. Like having, never looking back and just being able to move on. Cause yeah. the truth is like, you will move on if you're alive because yeah. you have to. You have you're going to gonna breathe. You're going to do whatever. Your quality of life may be different depending on how you cope. Like you could you could just decide not to accept and have a shitty life and, yeah. you know, turn to drugs and alcohol or whatever. And that's, you know. But even that, you will probably hit a. But you're still alive. You're yeah, still, yeah, and you will hit a moment, moment where mm -hmm. it's either. Yeah. To go on, you have to go through. You have to. Yeah. And so whenever people say things like everything's going to be OK, I'm like, well, that's, it's not totally true because yes. I would say it's not OK after a certain point. You know, yes. if once people have died, it feels like it's not OK. But. But what they really mean is, like, you will go on. Like yes. you, you will. You're just going to keep going. And so the best way to move on faster is to figure out what you need now and then just be like, let's go. Let's just do it. Let's keep going. And, and yes. it'll be fine. And knowing what you need now is nice, too. I think that happens mm -hmm. once you have a 
big death, you just stop thinking about the future as much. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I just have to do what works for me this week. And that's mm-hmm. like, and then what works for me next week? Because it's, yeah, you kind of go into a panic mode of sorts of like, I can't cope. So, so then you end up rebuilding your life kind of. I feel like yeah. my life before my dad died, I don't even remember it. I don't right, even. Right, it's a new, I mean, I, I moved too. So you I moved too. years ago. So yeah, I think it, it is healthy to start new memories and, yes. and start fresh. So yeah. Yeah, well, I'm so glad you shared that. I feel like it was uh, yes. we were very emotional and, and very uh, open. So, Yes, um, I'm so glad. And because I'm sure a lot of people are dealing with this during the holidays. Yeah. And so just to know that it, it does, even if it doesn't get better, it gets more bearable. Yeah, and it, it, doesn't it, feel it just as hard. It goes. It, it keeps goes. going. So. Yes. Um, I have a quick game. Oh, great. This is a quick, easy one. Um, it's just uh, because you moved from New York, I was like, okay, this is by. It's just good. I'm going to give you two options. You're going to pick which one. Pick a side. There's no. Okay, great. Kind of like a would you rather with things. Great. So the first one is New York or LA. Wow. <laughs> oh, they both hold such. Yeah. Uh, well, in the moment, I'm. I'm choosing LA. We can't look back. Yeah, we can't look yeah. back. We can't We're look here. back. Good answer. Yes. Okay. Pancakes or waffles. Oh, in recovery for anorexia. What are either oh, of those things? Oh no. Protein bars? Uh, <laughs> no. Breakfast foods? I don't know. Uh, shoe, uh, sneakers or shoes? <laughs> no, pancakes or waffles? <laughs> uh, waffles. Pancakes to me, I'm bored. They're boring. Waffles, mm-hmm. they have a little texture. They can hold their little maple syrup. Yes, waffles. Nice structure. Structure, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, dogs or cats? Dogs. <laughs> I may, My friend has a dog, and now I'm a huge dog person. Aww. Yes. I almost broke my dog, but I didn't. Oh, your dog's great, too. Oh, yeah. He came to a writer's meeting. Yes. Right. Your dog's great, too. Yeah, yeah. Dog, dog, dog. Okay, okay. Would you rather be smart, hot, or rich? Oh, my God. I'd be any of those things. <laughs> smart, hot, or like rich. Like, you already are, but, like, you have to pick one out of the three, like, to be in. Oh, my God. Smart. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, now same question, but the person you're dating. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Dumb, <laughs> dumb, and That's rich. That's what a smart person would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Marvel or DC? Um, don't care about either. Okay. Yep. Uh, Harry Potter books or the movie? Didn't read the books. Go with them. I'll go with the movie. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. Improv or stand up? Stand up. All right, that's it. Yay! You passed the game. I passed the game. <laughs> Where can people find you, Alyssa? I am on social media 24 7 at Alyssa Limp, A L Y S S A L I M P. Yeah, follow her. She had a really funny video of you doing, it was like the girl uh, the girl who can't tell a story. I love that a lot. <laughs> she has a lot of character videos on Twitter. Thanks. Um, you can fi- follow this podcast on Instagram at tellmeanythingpod or on Patreon, patreon.com slash tellmeanythingpod. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.